Watkins. Watch the show on youtube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Or listen on the Sacktown Sports app. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports taking you up to 2 p.m. Love that song, by the way. And it reminds me that Snoop Dogg, he posted something. And let's just say that the whole no smoke thing was about, it was a promo. Yeah. For fireplaces, I think it was. Which I think was the most surprising thing. I definitely was But we something. knew the way he said, I'm giving up smoke. Right, yes. We knew there was something odd, yeah. right? And he just recently posted another picture to let you know that the other smoke <laughs> he is still partaking in. And, you know, the, the kind of piano goes through. I remember Wiz Khalifa. I thought, because they both kind of have the same body yes. type. They both rap about. Yes, yes. Yes. They smoke, they're, they're right? They're filling the same I lane. I thought Wiz was going to be the next Snoop Dogg. I think everybody I, did. I, I mean, he had it all, man. Yeah. He looked like Snoop. He rapped about the same thing. I thought it was going to be. And then I don't even really know what happened. See he you just again kinda, happened. That's what happened. What What do you mean? <laughs> I That's just, a great song. That might be his biggest song. It is his biggest song. But, you know, it's, it's kind of the, you know, it's yeah. kind of what happens. You know, you sell your soul to... You know, make a hit. Yeah. People, well, you know, it's just, I don't know. And also. Not that Snoop is, you know, not Mr. Marketable. Clearly, no, what you do, just, Martha yeah. Stewart, things like that. Now Wiz Khalifa's in Oreo commercials with his son. And yeah. think about, not that Snoop necessarily evolved, but he kind of did, right? You, he had, For sure. You know, sedu- he had different songs and Wiz Khalifa was just unable to evolve it felt like he's still rapping about the same thing yeah yeah i think he just he also never really as a personality like snoop is a one-of-one person right i don't think wiz ever broke into like mainstream media no like not for his actual like of course his music and whatever he had that him and snoop had that mac and dev go to high school movie oh my goodness he was amber rose right yeah so no i mean he was he was definitely yeah he was i would say he was he had a he time. was probably like he had a borderline time. A-list at his peak. Yes. But yeah, he had his time and it for I don't I don't really know why it never stuck. Probably because I think at the end of the day your music kind of needs to keep you afloat. Right. Or your personality. And <laughs> I don't really think either uh took off for Wiz. No, no, not quite. The we early have, stuff is great though. Early, early stuff is early great. Wiz early is stuff great. is legendary. I was Fantastic. just listening to what was it? Uh, miss this plane a couple Thursdays yeah, ago. Plane, Absolute yeah, banger. 916-339-1140. Let's get to some of these text messages from the 916. We do turkey on Thanksgiving and for Christmas, crab and filet. Oh, you fancy, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. I like that, though. But I on like Christmas, yeah. some Christmas. people do double up Yes, turkey on Christmas, turkey on oh. Thanksgiving. Yes, gotcha. Yeah. Right? Uh, I have heard some people do it, but I didn't know. I didn't like draw the connection yeah. of like. Oh, That's like an something. every once in a while. I think it's if someone finds a good price on a turkey after <laughs> right. Thanksgiving. Yeah, then we have it on Christmas. Hey, we're gonna have it again, and you know we still got some leftovers in there. It's frozen. We're we gonna have this dang turkey. Yeah, I think Christmas changes. My mom likes to do the fish. Right, we'll do shrimp, crab, all those. Right, isn't the, that a thing? Like, yeah, you have fish three different ways. Or yeah, something. it's isn't the feast of seven fishes. I That's believe. I is. think it's yeah. based on religion, and we get that. So we get that going. I'll I'll do whatever I got to do. I'll normally do some shrimp that I just put a little too much salt on, and people complain, but they still eat all of it. So I don't want to hear it because what did you contribute? Yeah. Sorry, I, just I do it. tamales for for Christmas. Oh, it's, it's the that's right. It's, Chris, you do it for Christmas as well? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I wasn't sure if we did it for different. Yeah, it's it's we get started the, the day after Thanksgiving. It's making the minutes. best way. It's it's okay. the best thing to do because you have so many leftovers too the day yeah, so after. So, leftovers, leftovers. Yeah, gonna, I'm like it. 
You gonna bring some in? They're or? coming your way for sure. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a plate coming. Okay, for sure. I need, absolutely. That is what I need yeah. to hear. Also from the nine one six. Can we just settle this Fox versus Halliburton debate when they play each other? Fox will lock that? Halliburton up and torch him all night. Let me. See. You have to think that the coaches from Sacramento seen them at practice together, and this was happening on a day to day basis, and that's why Halliburton was traded. Period. Nick from the know. I don't know if that's, I'm ready to that's say. That's not exactly what happened. You know, I mean, yeah. I think it's going to be Murray on Halliburton when they play. No, you got – no, no, no. Uh, I think yeah. so, It too. should be. No, I think so. But, no, you got to have – you got to have at least a couple possessions. Oh, a couple, yeah. Where just for just for Bleacher Report, you got to have it. Yeah. When do they play each other? Uh, that's a great question. I was just looking at their head-to-head matchups. I believe Deer and Fox and Tyrese are o- – they've only played once uh, together in the same game or against each other. Here you uh, in go. the same game so far. January 18th. That's way too long. In Sacramento. And Halliburton would never get booed, right? No. No. Okay. No, no he shouldn't. He's, He's never... getting a standing O. He's That's right. Standing. That's right. Now, don't, don't, don't clap for too long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. All right. You, know, all right. you get like on the – in the when you're being uh, uh, announced, standing right. ovation. Yeah. Then in the game, just booed. Yeah. Yes. First yes. time he touches yes. the ball. That is the respect. And then February 2nd, it's Kings at Pacers. So you get two. Mm-hmm. So you get a nice little ser- little mini series. They're really not too far apart from you each other. <laughs> Sorry. You know what Uh-oh. I think is actually hilarious about the Halliburton Sabonis trade that nobody brings up? What? When people talk about how it's a bad trade for the Kings and mm-hmm. they, they really just point at the Halliburton Sabonis part of it. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever brings up, and the Pacers got Buddy healed too. Right? Yeah, <laughs> Buddy. To, yeah. Don't forget, Buddy. <laughs> buddy. Like, okay, sure, whatever. Tyrese and Sabonis head to head, but then you throw in the fact that they just threw in Buddy. Right. Right. Like Buddy's right. been balling six threes last night buddy. for the Pacers. Nobody. I just think it's funny. It's it's. It's very telling, but the fact that nobody seems to ever think to throw in, oh, yeah, it was a bad trade because the Kings, people forget, they also throw in Buddy. It seems right. like a, just such Sacramento an easy is way. like, oh, thank God they threw in Buddy. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like, right. We're not doing this deal unless you take Buddy yeah. along with it. I, I thought but Buddy was one of my GM thoughts, yeah. right? And I think, and I, I thought Buddy was going to be big. I think a lot of people did, especially after coming out of college. It was like, Oh my god! It was like dude. Steph was doing his thing, exactly. and then it was like the buddies of the world, yep. the Trey Youngs of the Jimmers. world, the Jimmer, Jimmers, the Jimmers of the Jimmers world, of the world. And we tried that one, didn't work. And out too well. yeah, and Trey Young, this was supposed to be his year. Haven't really. I, they, yeah. he scored a lot of points last night because they both because everybody did because everybody there was just no defense being played. Steph is really showing that it's a lot harder than it looks. Turns out, yes. right? Like we were just talking about, and Steph goes six three, and I do think it's funny when people cheer when he dunks, as if if a six three dude walked into the Y and he couldn't yeah. dunk, I'd call him a bum. You know what I mean? To be completely honest with you, if he's so playing you're big bat- for nothing, you know, what are you big for? Yeah. Right? But we were just talking about how they're not that many smaller guards. Mm-hmm. They were talking yesterday. I watched the Philly game where surprisingly the Cavs beat that was a great game. That beat was a, the Sixers. Overtime? Yeah, they yeah. beat the Sixers in season tournament without Karis LeVert or Donovan Mitchell. Wow, was that in Philly too? In if I'm Philly, not mistaken, in yeah. Philly. And, and was, Joel Embiid was getting crazy. And calls. Joel Embiid was <laughs> flopping all over the place. And you know you have two smaller guards. They're talking about how crazy. Yeah, Bob and Tyrese Maxey to do what he's been doing. He's barely scraping six two. So I do think that there is a wave right now where it's tough for smaller guards to get action. Yeah. The Kemble Walkers of the world. We, we 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 named how many 
Trey Young. Yeah, under yeah, like under like would, six two, six, six three. Two. Yeah, it's like Trey Young. I don't know if Garland's listed at that. Garland, Garland for sure, small guy. I mean, it's really there's really not many people besides that. Like, I don't know if Steph would consider Kyrie is somebody. But Kemba's who, out of the league. Yeah, Kemba's out of the league for sure. Um, Kyrie, yeah, yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie. I mean. Kyle Lowry, kind of, but yeah. he's not Chris, really Chris Paul. But Chris Paul, but I mean, he's he's, he's grandfather washed in. at this point. Yeah. You know, in terms of scoring ability, he's he's really not there. I mean, yeah, it's definitely it's really tough. Fred Van Vliet is maybe somebody as well, but Never all of these guys. I think Kemba Walker is the real test case, and you're good until you like if you're going to be under six three. If you lose that half a step, I mean, a lot of those guys, mm-hmm. a lot of their game is predicated on speed. Like, right. if you're going to be shorter than everybody else, you're going to have to have some sort of trump card to throw yeah. out there, and usually it's speed. So when you lose that half step and you're no longer faster than mm-hmm. the bigger guys, then are you able to – like, that's, I think, where you run into, yeah, those guys just don't exist when they're over 31, and I think that's why it's so hard to find guys under 6'2 or 6'3 in the NBA because <clears> – <throat> Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know who I'm gonna go ahead. Yeah, I'm, go ahead and say it because it's, it's not gonna, gonna be me. Say it. It's not I'm gonna not be gonna me. say it. But yeah, I mean that's that's the problem with the guy that the Kings have right now is their their backup. It's, well, it's it's tough to find minutes right now. He's definitely still in that zone where mm-hmm. he's quick enough to to stay in front of guys. But long term planning and and thinking about the future, you got to kind of look around and say how many guys that look like this end up. Being in the league for 15, 10 to fifteen, and years. most of those guys, most most of those guys are liabilities defensively. Mm-hmm. Most of those guys is the opposite. Yeah. It's their DHs, right? right? All offensive, yep. and then when they can't do anything, when they start to lose a step, to your point, the speed or however they lose their yeah. step offensively, athleticism, whatever. Well, it is. We, you already couldn't defend, so I can't keep you in the game. Right? Davion is different because he his calling card is defense, right. but. You look at the ceilings for a defensive guy under the height of 6'2", and, you know, and we just talked about, you know, not to call Davion a miss. We just went through the 2020 draft. Those things happen all the time, and it's not like Davion was a top three pick, right? These things happen all the time. This is not a Kings thing at all, but you do look and you say, okay, you got Patrick Beverly, you got GP2. Yep. And Patrick Beverly is really Patrick Beverly because Davion can't jump like GP2. Or Jose Alvarado. Or Jose Alvarado. Right, and I don't think – I think I would take Jose offensively over Davion, right? I, I don't – I mean, watching Jose Alvarado the other day, I was kind of like, this is this kind of is Davion Mitchell. Like, yeah. not necessarily in a bad way. Like, Jose Alvarado's a fun, useful yeah. player, but right. I, I don't really see a difference But that's okay the because they're – because you have a James Wiseman who was a number two pick and it's Ni Hao. <laughs> So I mean, it's okay. It's fu- yeah, like in the sense of it's better to get an NBA. It's like right. at least somebody it who could can be function in the NBA mm-hmm. instead of a complete bust who's like you're just throwing in there because you're praying Where's Anthony that Bennett? this pick doesn't. Where's Anthony Bennett? I mean, he's he, – I don't even think China would take Do you him. remember when Anthony Bennett almost had that comeback? Yes. When he was balling yeah, in, the in the G, G League? League yeah. Right, and I thought – For sure. Could this be the craziest story yeah. of all time? It wasn't. It was not, no. It, it was wasn't. definitely the craziest story of all time, that's for sure. <laughs> that dude played like four games before he got his first NBA points. Yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. Got to get to a break. When we get back, we talk the Thanksgiving slate. And who is America's team when it comes to the NFL? Has it changed to that team in Philly? Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. 
The San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks square off this Thursday at 5 on a primetime Thanksgiving matchup. Going deep down the sideline for are you? He's got it, and he's gone. 20, 10, 5, touchdown! San Francisco! It's a battle for the top spot in the NFC West, San Francisco and Seattle, right here on your home for 49ers football, Sacktown Sports. a new tag team in the midday. It's Styles and Watkins on Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. We will be joined in 15 minutes by Brendan Nunez, our Sacktown Sports Kings insider, reporter extraordinaire, as we break down where the Kings are, injuries, and what they're going to do tonight against the Pelicans, and also Friday night against the T-Wolves. Great NBA slate as Chris was breaking it down to me during the break. For tonight, you have the return of Drew Holiday and facing his former team. Wow, didn't even think about that. Yeah, in the in the Milwaukee Bucks as he's with the Celtics. Some crazy stuff going around social media, by the way, Great. with Drew Holiday and Celtics fans. I'm not going to really oh, I saw just that. go ahead yeah. and look for it yourself, just but trash. it's some, some trash behavior Yikes. by Celtics fans, and I know it doesn't represent the whole fan really? base. Really? Well, <laughs> I was literally going to say it does not represent the whole fan base, but it's a bad I look. A, a, Fool a, me once. A new version of bad bad of a bad look for the Celtics fans. Just the city of Boston, frankly, yeah. you know. Yeah. They, they well, kind no, of have a bad... We talked about markets a couple of days ago, earlier this week, when Lou Williams was throwing shots at Sacramento. Strays. Who, who really wants to go to Boston? Again, who wants I to mean, go? I think when we were talking yesterday about markets, I like... Boston doesn't get free agents. No. They, not the Celtics, at least. Like, I don't know, you know, I, you could probably speak more to the Red Sox, but, yeah. like, I, you know, Patriots, too. Like, they don't really bring in free agents a ton. Right. And Red like, Sox do, but base, baseball's, baseball's just different. different. They got matter. families yeah. and... <laughs> they got NBA. families, so baseball's NBA different. NBA and family, but, the, but baseball, it takes so long to get there, but you're 26, <laughs> yeah. you're 20... Oh, yeah. man, this is a young prospect. We're 23 years old, right? right? He's with his high school sweetheart. So I, I do think it's just a little bit different. I wanted to switch gears before we go hardcore kings here. And and talk about the NFL slate Thanksgiving. So the Lions have been playing and they've been playing historically in every Thanksgiving game. And it's gone so long that we're now in the cycle to where the Lions are good. Everybody used to complain, get this trash off my screen. And it's been happening for so long. They made it through another bad cycle. <laughs> yeah. Now the Lions are good. Unfortunately, the Packers aren't very good, but at least it will be somewhat entertaining. Yep. You, then you have Commanders at Cowboys, and okay, sure, the Cowboys will probably find a way to make it entertaining, where yeah. it, is, it shouldn't be. And then, of course, your San Francisco 49ers taking on the Seahawks in the Battle of the Turkey Leg. Best and game. The Seahawks trying to get spicy, which is really bold for the Seahawks that are going to be missing their number one running back, and Geno Smith banged up, but... Yeah. Social media going to social media. And the Seahawks, all they did, very very simple to an Allen Styles type of deal. All yep. they did was post a video. Yes, yeah, all they and did. And it was the last time. No context. Yes, no context. Last time the Niners 
played the Seahawks in Seattle, and it was with Colin Kaepernick. It was mm-hmm. the turkey leg game. And Richard Sherman carrying the turkey <laughs> off of the field, the whole turkey. So, I mean, best game, it's easily Niners. I oh, mean, yeah. But I don't down. even know if that's good. I think the Niners are going to – Take care of business. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think it's going to be. It's unfortunate that, yeah, I mean, Gino, from what I saw, it's it seems like he's going to play, but it doesn't seem like he's going to be near 100%. So mm. even if he does play, will he be able to throw the ball down the field? That was already a big question. We talked with Biederman yesterday. He brought right. up the fact Niners pass rush kind of doesn't allow teams to throw the ball deep. So that'll be interesting wrinkle and then yeah they don't have Kenneth Walker uh Zach Charbonnet's been a guy that they're really high on so so who knows maybe well he's on my fantasy and he has he's on a lot of people's fantasy and I think a lot of people have been waiting for this week for this moment for yeah. him to kind of get this shine and we'll see I mean the Seahawks have been really high on him but yeah I mean this is the best matchup I don't know if it'll actually end up being a good game or not though do you think that and it's hard to say when the NFL is just a well-oiled machine and Mm -hmm. the the content that they put out, everybody needs it. But I'm trying to remember the last, the last few years here. I know they played the Cowboys played the Raiders that always does well, but is the NFL, I, I think I understand what they're doing, but are they kind of fumbling the bag a little bit by not having Eagles chiefs on Thanksgiving? Yes. I, I think my, my thought process is they believe that everybody is sitting down and has Thanksgiving off anyway. So we don't need to put our best, best foot right. forward because people are probably going to watch either way, even if it's just in the background. People right? watch the Lions for whatever, X yes. amount of years. So. So, let's save, so let's save the Eagles, Chiefs, and these right. games for random for Germany, days throughout right. the week like, like to pull people in that we know. Right, right. Well, don't do that. For for. For other days throughout the week where we can pull people in right. the prime time games because we don't have to put our best foot forward yeah. on Thanksgiving because people are off and people are going to watch yeah. anyway. That has to be their thought process because totally. how, how is it commanders at Cowboys? Yeah, no, absolutely. that That's completely right. Uh, I don't think that's the right idea. If I were the NFL, personally, I would take the opposite approach. I would say this is the moment where we have Let's break everybody's records. attention. Let's break records. Let's, break records. Let's yeah. make the NFL – this is our time to show make a statement mm-hmm. and say man yeah we're gonna own thanksgiving and it's yeah. gonna be all everyone talks about for the entire dinner table mm-hmm. and this is why nfl is king of america because you know we rule conversation yeah. at the end of the day and they have black friday games this year and they have black friday games this year what it's gonna be jets is it jets bills or jets dolphins jets i think dolphins. It's, yeah just just terrible why? it's gonna be a horrible game yeah um i mean and they of course thought that was gonna be a good game mm-hmm. they thought aaron Rodgers was gonna be playing right. and things like that but yeah, I mean, I, if I, I, I think to you, your, your question, I think that that's the NFL's logic is we can throw garbage up there mm-hmm. and people will still watch because it's football and you don't have anything else to watch and yeah. it'll be something that you guys can just huddle around and talk about. So I, I personally don't believe that's the right way to go. I would say forget tradition, forget the Cowboys have to play, forget the Lions have to play. Just throw fun, intriguing matchups like the NBA does and every year. Them. Just and figure them. out stars and throw them out there. Yeah, if Texas might try to succeed if you uh, <laughs> yeah. stop that's, with the Thanksgiving Dallas point. game. That's well, a good point. Well, here you go. So you have Packers at Lions, you have Commanders at Cowboys, you have 49ers at Seahawks. Lions play every Thanksgiving. Cowboys play every Thanksgiving, okay? I'm going to read off now because Cowboys America's team, everybody loves to hate them. Allegedly. I'm going to read off 
the three most watched NFL games from this season. You ready? Yep. The third, Eagles versus Jets, 26 million. The second, Eagles versus Cowboys, 27 million. Wow. The first, Eagles versus Chiefs, 28.9 million. Hmm. Is America's team just who everybody hate watches the most? Is that what we're doing? Because people hate the Eagles at they this point. Hate and the they, hate they hate Sirianni. The or whatever. They hate the tush push. Yeah. They hate the brotherly shove. They hate Sirianni. Yeah. And they, they hate, hate Eagles fans. They hate Jalen Hurts for MVP right now, They too. hate Jalen Hurts. <laughs> and we have, so Chase Sr. from Philly area, Talks, Niners, and Eagles for chat sports. So that's at 130. He's going to have some really interesting perspective on it because are we willing to say, I mean, the whole, because it was the Patriots yeah, at one point, right. but the Patriots are interesting. You could argue it was the Chiefs in the in between, yes. in the years in between. The, the Chiefs too. So you just get everyone. Oh, so in that game, if you didn't have a horse in the race and, and Niner fans, all Niner fans just specifically based on NFC, they can just say, we wanted the Chiefs to win to give the Eagles a loss. Same with Cowboys fans. Right. But if you just didn't have objectively watching, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter. I think a lot. I think now it's come back around to where Mahomes, they're not – they're they're still if you're the AFC, I know Raiders fans probably wanted the Eagles to win. Of course. So I don't know if it just breaks down like that, and maybe you just need to have a a villain in each division. So because that's why people are watching, because AFC fans are hoping that the Chiefs lose, NFC fans are hoping that the right. Eagles lose. But I'm telling you, man, I know it will always be the Cowboys, but the Cowboys are getting to the point where you got to win something because yeah. the Eagles, they didn't even win the Super Bowl to get to this point where they're pulling in these numbers. They just got there and you put that on top of a city that a lot of people don't like on top right. of a coach that people can't stand. He's in the, he's in the tunnel uh, cussing out Chiefs fans saying, you like that bleep and all this stuff. But that's the NFL is just drooling at that. Yeah. They're drooling at that. And the Cowboys will always bring that type of hate. But I do think at some point you got to win something. I think the Lakers, for a while before LeBron got there, when they were just a, yeah. a, a puddle of mediocrity at best, haha, the Lakers lose again. That's funny, but I'm not hating Lakers because they stink. Right. And the Cowboys don't stink, but nobody believes they're ever. Nobody the takes Cowboys, them seriously. You need I a think good. That's kind of the problem. Jerry, and Jerry knows it. You need a good run here yeah. eventually, pretty soon. I'm not. I'm not going to say what, all their fans are on. from the '80s, '90s, right? Like, I mean, they like who are the the fans from the 2000s and and on are people who their parents or whatever they were right. brought up and just told you're a cowboy fan, which you know for sure there's there were so many cowboy fans that I think it's it still led to a yeah. good generation of cowboy fans, but at some point, like the 2020s on people who are born past here are those are they're going to be third or fourth generation cowboy fans i think is kind of the point because at some point you you gotta win you know yeah you have to you have to win and we had conversations about bandwagon fans on here and a lot of these cowboy fans never even been to texas never even tasted a brisket Definitely never been to no. Dallas or Arlington. So you're telling me, mom and dad, I'm rooting for your team because they were good when I was a child and or not even born yet. I'm getting ridiculed because I'm getting called right. a band, bandwagon because I've never been to Dallas and I'm not from Texas. And on top of that, they're not even winning. And I live in Philadelphia or I live in Sa- San Francisco or right. I live in one of these. No, enough is enough. If they don't win soon, I'm switching it up. I don't want to deal with this. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, 
Our Kings Roundtable begins with Brandon Nunez. Get your questions in for Brandon. He's, he was right there along with the team every every step of the way. Get your questions in for Brandon Nunez. He's got all the answers. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Every answer. Live and local, it's Styles and Watkins. Watch the show on YouTube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Or listen on the Sacktown Sports app. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Joined by the one and only Brendan Nunez, Sacktown Sports, Kings reporter, insider. Brendan, how you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. What's up, fellas? You know, just Not hanging, much. hanging out, getting ready for Thanksgiving. What do you want? Do you want to do the Thanksgiving questions now or at the end? How would, what would Let's you do them now. You already mentioned it. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Well, we'll start with the easy one here. Turkey. Are you in or out? I'm in. Man, I'm turkey over ham, for sure. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both are fine. Yeah. I honestly don't love either one, but okay. I prefer turkey. Like, okay. You know, if I'm just looking for a basic, I mean, this is Thanksgiving, but yes. if I'm looking for a basic sandwich at home, non-Thanksgiving time, mm-hmm. I'm a turkey and cheese kind of guy, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, turkey's fine. All right. Do you go gravy on that, or are you just going dry turkey? Um, I like gravy on Why my potatoes. Like because I just know his, his I like gravy on my potatoes, for sure. I like gravy. Uh-huh. I'd go a little. I, I guess if it mixes, it's whatever. But I'm not. I'm not like, trying putting to you know, pressure you actively. It's okay. Mixed. You're just you know judging just, me. It's yeah, okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. We're not. We're not. You know, Brendan's had a rough go here in terms of his food his decisions. Food, yeah. So we're going to take it easy on Brendan today because he's out of the goodness of his heart. He's joining us for a whole hour. We have Brendan. Okay. The last question I have for you mm-hmm. is side dish. What is your number one side dish? I mean, I like stuffing. I think it's a okay. basic one, mm-hmm. but I like stuffing. Yeah. I don't think I we've mean, had that answer yet. Right. Really? I don't no. think we have. No, no. Sean said mashed potatoes, yeah, I believe. Yeah. No, Sean said mac and cheese. Uh, Biederman said gravy, actually. Yes. I don't, I don't know if what gravy would be. The, I kind of like allowed it. it. I think I allowed, we allowed it. You shouldn't have. I feel like it is. I feel like it. Just say potatoes. You're not going to eat gravy on its like, own. What are we, what are we no, leaving out? The, it's a binder. He just wants to. It's a binder. It's now. It's a glue guy. guy. Okay, <laughs> bonus question: Where are you at with cranberry sauce? Not a fan. Come on. Yeah. So is that no, doesn't do it Is me. there no one? Chris Verlad, you too. I'm fine with it, but I it's not something I need. Okay, because it's kind of like a gravy, isn't it? Like, don't people use cranberry See, now sauce? Now I really want to try your cranberry sauce because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you got to have it. You got to have it. <laughs> you got to have it. You got to make it fresh. All right. See, and ours has always been like the canned. The can, no, I'll right. eat that too, though. I'll definitely I hear there's eat that really too. not that much of a difference. I don't, I don't really eat cranberry sauce like uh-huh. that, but I hear that the the oh. canned and the uh, oh, you just hear, the, yeah, that's yeah, a word yeah. on the, the streets street. are talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. streets got <laughs> talk say. around the table. Says, all right, well, not worth the juice isn't worth the squeeze. All right, Brandon. Well, that was an ex- acceptable group of answers from you. <laughs> oh, thanks. About we'll allow you to yes, now you can stay for the actual <laughs> kings portion of the show, and let's just start here. Let's go with the injuries. And, you know, we're seeing a couple different reports now. Not different reports, but a couple reports coming out as far as Trey Lyles might make his return. Doesn't look like Keegan's going to play, but things are looking good for Duarte and Vizankov. What what are you hearing? Is that basically the crux of it? Yeah, pretty much. Biederman, as you guys pointed out, is the one out there uh, on this trip right now, at least in New Orleans. Like he said, Keegan not showing up at shoot-around. Probably means he out. Not not even like I would be shocked if he ended up playing, right? Which is a very weird situation. Like mm-hmm. when did he injure his lower back? We don't know anything Super about strange. this. 
There's a theme Don't here. Don't get me started. Yeah. Um, Trey Lyles. I'm excited. I'm excited. Can't wait. Can't Trey, wait. Trey Bay. Can't wait. Here. Can't um, wait. Yeah. I, I think that's a pretty big get back for the Kings. And then Chris Duarte and Sasha Vizenkov participated in shoot around. Um, Keon Ellis is listed as out. Alex Len is still listed right. as out as well. And currently on the injury report, Trey Lyles, Keegan Murray, Sasha Vizenkov, and Chris Duarte are all listed as questionable. But I'm going to ride with Biederman's reporting that, yeah. that Trey is good to go. When it comes to guarding Zion, I mean, the Kings. Good luck. Had, they just they didn't even have anyone to, to remotely slow him down. Do you feel like, uh, I mean, it seems like Duarte is going to get thrown into that starting lineup. I don't know. First off, I mean, do you, would you suspect that HB stays on, on Zion like we saw for a good portion of, of on Monday? And B... Uh, do you think Trey Lyles getting him back is somebody that you would like to see put on Zion? And how do you think he'll fare? I guess it's another body to throw at him, but like Trey's not a great defender. I think he's fine. Yeah. He's fine, but like there's no one man answer for Zion Williamson. Of course like, not. People are kind of going at Harrison, and I get it. He's you know he has his defensive struggles throughout the course of this year, and he also has fine moments and offers them some good versatility, but. Um, Zion made 12 field goals in that game, and 11 of them were lefty layups. Like, mm. that's his shot. Seems like and, a problem. And I understand he's a guy that is just a fright train, mm-hmm. and you don't want to step in front of one. Yeah. But Coach Brown said post game, like, the game plan was to double him from the jump. And can you remember many double teams that no. game? I, no, I remember one specifically where Kevin Herter, it was actually pretty funny because Kevin Herter came to bring help, but there was a some type of miscommunication where I forget who was guarding him left. So Kevin Herter goes to leave and there's no one yeah. else. So we had to stay on Zion and Zion just literally <laughs> picks him up like a backpack and just walked, walked into the lane. That's the one, the one attempt I remember. Yeah. So I, I think it's just, it, it's a whole team effort mm-hmm. really. I, I don't, you know, you can look at that game and be like, you know, it's the fourth game of a road or third game of a road trip. It's second night of a back to back. Three they games in four nights. They play extremely those. physical. You were in Dallas the night before. Not yep. a crazy long trip, but some travel. Right. Probably got in around just guessing 1 a.m. or something that mm-hmm. day, you know. Um, so it, it's going to take a whole team. And the, how physical and fast the Kings play, I'd imagine probably wears on themselves mm-hmm. just as much as these other teams a little bit. It makes the second night of a back to back tough. So. It's a team effort. It's just do your rotations early. Be willing to take that charge with Zion. And please try to not let him go left and split your double teams. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> try. You just try. Least, just least, he try. was super efficient. Yeah. He missed both of his righty layup attempts right. in that game. And it is it is harder said than done, and I'm in no way at all comparing myself to Zion. All I'm saying is that – no, no, no. <laughs> hold on. I'm just – yeah. Well, Similar. Say, <laughs> All Just I'm saying say. is that when I start, when you start playing as a lefty and people say, hey, he's left handed, it's a lot easier to say, make him go right, right than it is actually is. So if people really can't even get me to go right, try <laughs> putting, try, try making someone who's five of me go right. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And much more skilled at basketball. Yeah. It's not as easy as just, just make them go right. And Chris and I talked yesterday about, 
laying back, giving him the Draymond Green, we don't think you can make a shot. But you don't want that guy getting ahead of steam going to the rack because you can take a charge if you can wear a helmet. Can I wear a helmet during the game? (laughs) You might need to. Full shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he's playing the wrong sport, man. That's that's something. When I saw Zion, I was like, this dude needs to be a boxer, like a D lineman or something. He missed his real call. It's like the opposite Devontae Smith. (laughs) Right, 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 right. right. Freaky Friday. Exactly. (laughs) Devontae Smith. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, yesterday I was uh, I was pretty upset with the performance on on Monday and I just felt like the effort wasn't really there do you feel like and a lot of it did stem and I've I promised I wouldn't bring it up again but a lot of it stems from the fact that they just went through this in Houston did you feel any of that as well or do you you mentioned the back-to-back the three games and four nights all of that stuff which is very very real but to me it didn't excuse the level of effort and the fact that nobody showed up in that game on Monday. Did did you feel a level of frustration, or are, are you more okay with it because of the circumstances that go into it? Or is it, can you be both? Yeah, I think check with me after this game, before mm-hmm. how I feel okay. if... You know, I give That's it to you pass every radio once show in a works, while. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's all good. You can have me back if you want it. It's all good. <laughs> we'll, we'll um, you. <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll see, I guess. Um, I... There are just some games that I'm just willing to just ignore. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, some of those are going to happen. The issue is that this happened like three times in, what are we at, 11, 12 13 games? games? 13 yeah. games. 13 yeah. games. Um, so, you know, happen more than you like, but you saw them respond after the Houston game. They've already, in my mind, dealt with what happened in that one and then progressed from it. Um, but it could become a trend from now, but I am willing to forgive this one if they can bounce back today and... You know, they, they definitely have to because, to your point, nobody showed up. Like, when your stars don't show up like that, you're not going to win a game, especially if you're not getting anything from your role players. And it's like HB had some decent moments offensively, I thought, um, where he's kind of slowing him down. De'Aaron had a really good first quarter. Kings are leading by two at the end of that first quarter and then just totally get rolled. So I do worry about it, but if they respond in this one, you know, NBA changes fast. Yeah, that's the question Fair. that we've been going back and forth on. How many stinkers are you right. allowed throughout the course of a season? And we we set it at about ten, and Chris was not happy with that answer. We'll, we will get I think Brendan's, three three we will get Brendan's answer when we get back. And yes, we will dust off the trade generator. Styles mm. and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacramento has a new tag team in the midday. It's Styles and Watkins on Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking up to 2 p.m. We have Brendan Nunez, who is in the runnings for hardest worker here at Sacktown Sports. He is in Stockton last night, yeah. driving an hour away. Just, I mean, when you talk about just, just the shots that you take when the lights aren't the brightest. With the swings that you take in the cage yep. when there's no crowd out there. That's Brendan Nunez, and he's joining us. He's joining us, Sacktown Sports Kings Insider. And you were in Stockton last night. Give us a breakdown. How did that go? How did the team look? Yeah, they looked okay. Um, definitely, it's in- interesting to see new head coach Lindsey Harding. She, right. you know, I'm interested to talk to her about how she sort of deals with mm-hmm. frustration as a yeah. head coach, you know, because that's a big part of being a head coach. You get pretty frustrated, and it's about how do you um, express that to your team? How do you sort of get them back on track? There was a little bit of tension between two Stockton players, you know, just mm-hmm. typical competition stuff. And, and I thought Lindsay, um, 
traversed it pretty well. But the team's interesting, man. You know, typically when they have their normal starting five out there, it's five guys that were all at training camp mm. for the Kings. You know, in Jordan Ford, Keon Ellis, you could throw Colby Jones in there that will probably get some run and has already throughout the course of this year. Deontay Burton, Chance Comanche, Jeremy Lamb, Jalen Noel, just name, what, seven, eight guys mm-hmm. that all will and have, except for Keon so far, participated in Stockton throughout the course of the year that were at Sacramento's training camp. So I do think there's a continuity between the groups that's really important. And, um, you know, they're they're looking solid so far. They have a good group. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty clear their objective is to just win games right. at every level. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's what great organizations do, right, is you try and build, you know, winning organizations aren't just the, the big league club. it got to start from the beginning, from the grassroots, and then, you know, you just kind of carry that winning mentality, that mindset with you all the way through. Didn't uh, even mention, by the way, Scalabissier. Yeah. Or your guy Jake Stevens. Come on, you know, Jake Stevens. James Akinjo guy they just traded for from Baylor, point right. guard. Um they got a nice roster. Was Colby there yesterday? Colby was he, not, and neither he, was Jordan, by the way. Really? Jordan, Jordan Ford was not. Um, but he is listed as out on the report today for what it's worth. I did think when I didn't see him, like, well, maybe he's going to Sacramento. A lot of injuries going on. There's seven guys on their injury report today. Right. One of them is Jordan Ford, though. Mm. Interesting. So, I mean, what we, we just saw the, the numbers from Colby's first two Stockton games, and they were ridiculous. I think in his first game he had eight steals, yeah. and then uh, in the second game he had 31 points. Just in general, what what do you kind of hope to see hope to see from Colby this year, both in Stockton? Like, what what do you want that to look like? Not necessarily numbers wise, but development and growth wise. And then with the Kings, like it kind of seems like he's got a role potentially there. I mean, we've seen him get as early as first quarter minutes already this early in this season. Like, what what do, what do you see from Colby Jones this year? I think when it comes to Stockton specifically for Colby, and this probably is the same for Keon, and it's kind of funny, I was pretty adamant last year that Keon is not a point guard, but Mm. he's kind (laughs) of developing into one, and it helps obviously when you have Domas out there that's really running the offense. Um, But I think they want the same thing for Colby, is to have that one through three versatility. And he didn't play one much at all in college. He was playing next to Soli Boom, who was on uh, the Summer League squad with the Kings throughout this last year. last time in Vegas in the Cal Classic, but I think it's developing those point guard skills, bringing the ball down the floor. You saw in Houston when Kobe went in, there are a couple times he tries to bring Mm -hmm. the ball before and it's getting poked away, and then it's like 15 seconds on the shot clock by the time you start your play. Um, So I think little ball handling stuff will be good for him. Keep making sure that three is cash, and his finishing around the rim is is legit, man. That's maybe one of the most impressive things I've seen from Kobe, and you mentioned those eight steals, like... They don't necessarily love like steals and blocks as much as verticalities and deflections, but obviously steals are live ball turnovers. He's super impactful on the defensive end. I think eventually he's going to get another chance in Sacramento, and I think Stockton is good reps in the meanwhile. Do you think that the Kings, we talk a lot about when we dust off the trade machine, the trade generator, we talk a lot about the wing defense, right? But you're sitting here telling me this guard isn't a point guard, this guard might be a point guard, this guard could be a point guard. Is there an issue with point guard depth on this team? I mean, I think coming into the year, we all expected him to bring on another, or at least I expected them to bring on another one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the answer is dependent on what can Kobe and Keon do yeah. in that third spot. Like, I still think Davion's back a point guard in the NBA. I know he hasn't been good right now. Get him a leak. 
yeah, you, Malik is plays point guard. I think as well as he's second best point guard on the team, probably mm-hmm. yep. after De'Aaron. You know, there's times where if De'Aaron's not out there, Malik is your closing point guard. Yeah. I think as it should be. So, and, and you have Domas that practically is running the whole offense. Like, yeah, point guard. I think has this traditional meaning to it, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's the case in Sacramento. It's can you bring the ball up the floor and just make that entry pass to the big, right? And then just run from there. Like they're one to four, all do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So. I do think they could benefit from having more playmaking on the team, but you know they're in an okay spot right now. They're passable there. And when one of your stars is that position, how many resources are you really allocating to the 13-a-minute night backup? Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah, and I mean when it comes to the that that guard you know position, especially that backup spot, we we see. Davion's kind of getting minutes now because Keon's missing some time. And I don't know what will happen when Keon is, is healthy again. I don't know if Keon kind of has earned that spot or if Mike Brown is going to, you know, give give Davion another chance. I think we talked about it last week with you on. What do you feel like, just base, base layer, what do you want to see out of Davion that could kind of lock down or solidify that spot? It doesn't have to be spectacular, yeah. but just what's the – bare minimum that you think Mike Brown wants to see out of Davion to have him earn that spot and hold it? I'll start by saying, like, the defense has to be there, and I'm sure it will be. This yeah. is what he does, right? And, you know, as you guys have said, as everybody has said, he's six foot, so those de- there are limitations defensively, mm-hmm. but yeah. I think his point of attack defense, or more so isolation defense, like getting through screens, I don't think is something he's necessarily great at. Um, but I think the defense has to remain, and I think it will. But offensively, it's maintain that pace, and the ball movement, like it stagnates when he's out there. Yeah. You know, how much, like so many times he's taken a handful of dribbles before he gets into it. I've really come around to thinking his size might make that entry pass kind of tough. Right. You know, Keon has, what, three more come inches on. on him? You mean just getting sitting, into the offense, just, just, like giving the ball, the ball down the floor and then giving it to I'm Sabonis at the high post? There's no, other for sure. Guys I mean, that are gotta, able of doing it, but yeah. I think it makes things more difficult. It's already not a skill that what he's are we, great What are we at. talking about here? I'm just saying. Every like, second I counts. I think there are little things where, like, just keep the offense more fluid mm-hmm. is all I mean. It stagnates when he's out there. Mm-hmm. And, yes, I'm at the point where I'm picking apart tiny little <laughs> things, trying to figure out, like, why does it slow down so much? Yeah. Because he's quick. Right. Like, you know, Jerry G, um, Jerry Reynolds was saying at the time of the draft, like, I love Davion because he keeps his defender in front of him and his defender can't stay in front of him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, he's quick. So why does it slow down so much? Don't let it slow down. Keep the offensive flow. How much do you feel like of of Davion of more so the offensive side of what you're talking about? How much do you think is maybe Davion isn't a fit for this offense? Like maybe he would just be better suited in a more pick and roll heavy offense where he does have the ball in his hands a little yeah. bit more and he can utilize his speed off the dribble a little bit more than you know what he is right now, where he's kind of a spot spot up guy, and you know he can occasionally you know set up an ISO for him, which usually does go pretty well. But it doesn't feel like you know he's really being fostered into a a situation that benefits him. Yeah, I think there's an aspect of maybe this isn't the most beneficial to his play style, but also like he does seem like more of a pick and roll player offensively. Mm-hmm. But what team? is going to want to roll out a lineup where they're like, yeah, let's look, go have Davion Mitchell run pick and roll yeah. as our primary offense. Right. Like, I don't know if he's good enough. At, like, if he's developed enough in that aspect, and maybe if he got more reps in that sort of offense, he could look pretty good. Right. I do think that fits him better. But w- when you're a guy that we're talking about is probably a bench player for, I'd assume, most of his career, he could eventually make his way into a starting lineup. You know, it's very early in his career. You have to be able to fit. 
you have to be able to mold right. yourself and fill your role on different styles of play within the league. Right. You got to have some versatility, and I do think there's a chance the style is not friendly to him. But we don't even know if that other style would be either. Right. Got to get to a break when we get back. Trade generator time, and I got a name of a mm. shorter point guard. And my question is. Could Davion get to this level? That's that's where we've gotten to in this conversation. Can't even make an entry pass these days. Styles and Watkins with Brendan Nunez, Sacktown Sports. 